Pod Boys Productions. Picking up my barrel, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Hello, Brooklyn. This is a Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 120. And, you know, we're going to have some funny with some P. P. Bunny's ice cream. Bun- Blue Bunny? Is it- it's Blue Bunny. Right? Right? Right, E? Blue Bunny ice cream? That's a thing. No. I- Wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blue Bell is the one in the jugs. Blue Bunny makes the little, like, freeze pops. Yeah, yeah. And they're, like, they're popular in, in like, Texas and in, in, like, the South. And I think that's more of a thing. There. Well, again, that's Blue Bell. Uh, Blue Bunny's, like, a gas station brand, I think. Is it? Yeah. I think it's the opposite. It might be a regional gas station brand. Oh. Isn't the you know what's funny about gas stations? They they have a McLean, which owns seven eleven, and seven eleven is like the biggest thing in Texas and in, in like the northeast. I don't know why. It's just like those two areas. Dallas, I don't know, you you're from the Midwest. is there seven elevens out there? Oh, who are you who are you talking to? E E. It's just me and you. Uh, man. Arkansas is the deep south. Huh? Arkansas is the deep south, uh, but no, we don't have 7-Elevens. So what do you have? Do you have Wawa's? Uh, we don't have Wawa's. We have a Midwestern chain called Come and Go. Um, and other than that, it's just like normal-ass gas stations. You have Love's or Lovey's or whatever it is, right? That's right. We've got the we got the truck stops, Love's. Which is like the Oklahoma City-sponsored, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder-sponsored uh, logo or whatever, team sponsor, right? How apropos. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to a Lovey's. I, I really enjoyed it. It was like, uh, it was like when I was in Austin, I was like, oh man, this is where all the truck stop people get their sleep, their showers there. It's all weird though. It's kind of cool. I was about to say the only gas station I've ever been in where I could take a shower if I wanted to. Yeah, I, and also if you wanted to meditate, that'd be like a perfect place, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, today is episode 120. Uh, e, thank you for joining me. Apparently, uh, Padre uh, could not make it. Is that right? I don't know. He, he messaged you. What do you say? Oh, yeah. He said uh, they got weak-ass fault lines out there, um, and he's not able to uh, get to the uh, computer or phone or whatever he uses to record because uh, the weak-ass fault lines kept him from driving home. You know, oh. traffic's backed up on the 10, as right. it usually is. Right. The 405's down. Or, yeah, I mean that California talk, all that lingo. Yeah, he's he's too he's too Hollywood or too uh, uh, too climate challenged. That you know, like he's challenged because of the climate change. Get it? Get it? Got him. <laughs> all right. Uh, so today's show has got off to a great start. We're going to talk about the state of the Nets. We're going to talk about uh, you know uh, what up with uh, what up baby with Kawhi uh, and. I don't know, uh, maybe some Summer League NBA talk? Nah, nah, we, we ain't fucking with that around here. I would never watch the Summer League while the Tour de France is on and the World Cup just ended. Uh, and Wimbledon. My girl Coco. Oh, you got me there. I don't care about tennis. My girl Coco killing it right now. 15-year-old dominating right now. I don't know. I think That's did impressive. She, did she? Yeah, she beat Venus in the first round, and she beat a couple other people that looked like they were like uh, Sarah Connor. And they were pretty pretty buff not not sarah connor uh you know amelia clark sarah connor just to be correct sarah as Con- we've discussed in the past yes yes and the good callback there uh don't don't they have a new movie coming out too little terminator man there's always a new terminator movie and a new godzilla movie 
I've, oh shit, that Godzilla movie did come out. And there's also a new Fast and Furious movie. Right. Every every year like clockwork. Would you believe that I never watched Fast and Furious, all of them except for the first two, because I was too stubborn to move on from after Would you believe that I've only seen Tokyo Drift wildly wildly widely excuse me regarded as the worst of them all? You've only seen the third one? Yup. That I feel like that's a trophy you should have. Like you should just leave it there and be like only seen Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I'm holding that one close to my heart. I uh I finally caved and watched John Wick, so I'm running out of things that I haven't seen that everyone loves. And this is what we do in the summer because we either talk about, you know, the Nets for like a hot second and a free agency. Now, what do we do until, I don't know, uh, NFL preseason starts or uh, the MLB playoffs? Like, what's the next thing after the World Cup? Well, again, you could be watching the Tour de France with me. Oh, isn't that bikes? Yeah, it's bikes. But how many bikes? There's so many. Well, it's 176 velocipedes. What? <laughs> 170 what? Velocipedes. Velocipedes. Is that like a creature that rides a bike? Um, I mean, it's just the it's just the technical term term for a bike. If you want to be a douchebag, yeah, which I always do. Well, I mean, yeah, it sounds sounds about right. Um, <laughs> but isn't NASCAR more exciting than Tour de France? If I was gonna watch something, I'd probably watch NASCAR over Tour de France. I don't know. I have some like cultural shit where I don't want to watch NASCAR, and also NASCAR looks really boring. Um, whereas bike races seem interesting to me. Okay. I don't know. Well, I'm sure this is all interesting to our uh, listeners right now. Um, so, you know, you you weren't here in the last episode. I wanted to get your thoughts first and foremost of being a resident in Brooklyn. What do you think of the Brooklyn Nets and what have they done with their team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. When they were going to get Kyrie, I was really excited to uh, you know go see some relevant. Nets games, and then they also got KD, and I'm never going to see a Nets game. Oh, okay. I'm never going to be able to afford to see a Nets game. I should clarify. Oh, oh is it not a hatred thing anymore? It's just a financial. No, I thing? don't. I never hated KD. But if you were to hate KD, why would you hate him? If you well, were. you know, it was a weak ass move to to go from the team who almost beat, who lost to the Golden State Warriors in in seven games mm-hmm. to the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, who had just won, uh, had a 72-game season and nearly beat LeBron James in the finals. Like, yeah, it, it was the weakest way to create a super team, and I, I think it was a weak-ass move. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. But is this a weak-ass move? I mean, a lot of people still are out on it. I've talked to, I've talked to like, Knicks fans <laughs> locally. I've talked to friends, and they're like— Well, you can't talk to Knicks fans. Well, I mean, I feel like I have to as like a service to New York City basketball at this point. You know, like they're they have nothing left. They're just like they didn't have anything left before this began. But uh, I talked to this guy at Best Buy who's a worker, and he saw my net shirt, and he didn't. We had a very political conversation. He was like, I told him how I almost cried, and during the day I found the news, and he's like, I almost I cried. Definitely, because he did. And I was like, I watch Sports Center all day. He's like, I couldn't watch Sports Center all day. So like that, that side yeah. of that side of the uh, sympathy part, I feel. My brother's a diehard Knicks fan. Uh, I feel like I should be recruiting them, though. You know, like I feel like they can. Knicks fans. They're not going to fully jump on. They're too stubborn, not like Spike Lee style. But I feel like mm-hmm. they could at least support a, a basketball team. You know, that hasn't done anything to to them at all. Literally. I don't know why they're not supportive, not more supportive of elite basketball returning to basketball mecca. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. 
It's like if if uh, Little Nas X became a New Yorker, <laughs> because elite hip hop would sure. be back in New York City. Because we don't have sure. <laughs> no, I mean New Yorkers also still think Fabulous is a thing, and he was never a thing. I mean, you can't deny it. He's a fucking riot. You don't want to fuck with God him. God damn it. God damn it. Holla back, youngin. Woo, woo. Um, so I. Th- oh, oh, guys. Guys. It's fabulous, right? Fabo. It's, it's fabulous. It's fabulous that I managed to escape from this goddamn earthquake. I crawled out of the crater in the ground, and I'm here. For the podcast, we're doing the podcast now, right? This is our weekly record. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, okay. I, I, I made it in time. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were busy, man. It's your boy Padre. What are you, are you guys? Why are you guys acting like? I thought traffic on the PCH was backed up to the Griffith Observatory. I thought you couldn't make it. You all right? Well, I I, won't, I, I definitely don't have time to get into how in, wildly inaccurate that LA geography is. E dash nine, but. I, I have made it. I mean, if you want the backstory on what happened to me, I, we can brush past it pretty quick. Basically, over here, we had a, a couple of earthquakes. The first one happened, I fell down in the crevice that opened up in the earth, and I was stuck down there. Then, luckily, the next day, another one happened, uh, and it it uh, I was still stuck, but, you know, some some other person was suddenly down there with me and me and him were able to, you know, spend a few days climbing up back up to the surface, which I just completed. Um, and I have the, you know, the guy who was down there with me, actually, I decided to bring him. He's still with me. Hey, 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 Padre, I, I thank you for, you know, coming on the show. I didn't really plan for, you know, you to appear, let alone another guest appear right now. I mean, we, me and me and E Dash Nam had a really intense conversation, and we didn't even get to the the Women's World Cup recap yet, which is obviously. Oh well, I mean, me and my guest potentially, or at least me, I can you know chime in on the World Cup. I'd watched a lot of it before I went down into that uh, quake crevice, but so you guys had a good conversation. You weren't like talking about ice cream or some bullshit. I don't think we'd ever do that. You you didn't bring up Terminator for like the fourth time on our podcast. Nah, as serious journalists, we would never discuss the Terminator. Yeah, yeah, not even just the Terminator, which, but like <laughs> different actresses that have played Sarah Connor. Specifically, it doesn't ring a bell. That doesn't ring a bell at all. Okay, great. So I'm sorry to interrupt. You know, interrupt your flow and whatever. But you, I mean, I guess I can go back in the crevice or something. If you guys really no, I mean, if you want to go ahead and bring sport. on your guest, who is neither The Rock nor Carla Gugino, apparently. Uh, it's not either of them, but, uh, uh, you know, it actually, um, I, you know, my guest is a little, I, I maybe the words ephemeral, you know, when I was down there with him, he did kind of come in and out a little bit, which I thought was weird. I thought maybe I was just getting like some what is quake this? delusion. Wait, you know? wait, what but, does his sexuality have to do with anything or her? I don't know. Uh, stop talking about Sarah Connor right now. I knew you were d- dealing it. No, uh, my, you know, my fr- my new friend. Uh, I I don't want to say he's like a ghost, but he might be a ghost, honestly, because uh, he did he did actually was he was able to just come in and out when he wanted, uh, you know, down in the earthquake crevice. So and now I see that he's left me now too. Again, I don't know what happened. He was just next to me, so maybe he'll come back. But anyway, what do you guys think about the big NBA news? Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
Avery Bradley joining the Lakers and Rajon Rondo re-signing with them. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. Don't forget Danny Green. Also, Boogie Cousins. Man, Lakers are going to look legit. I don't see anyone... Loaded. In New Orleans West. Yeah, and Nodlands West. Yeah, they're 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 uh they're solid. They oh they got Anthony uh, Alex Caruso. Uh, Alex Caruso. Alex? That can't be it. Alex. Oh, oh, oh Alex. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, I don't actually know who that there. is. I think yeah. it's someone they already had, right? Yeah, no, he resigned as well. He was uh, he's a oh, white nice. white guy with like he's like twenty five and he's got a lot of bald he's like hair. Bald. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got it, Adam Morrison. There you go. <laughs> no, Adam Morrison has a lot of hair, so kind of the opposite. Adam Morrison's the ways. porn star of NBA, yeah. like the the Ron Jeremy of uh, of NBA players formerly. So, God. I think he lives on like a ranch in Montana or Idaho or something now. Yeah. Doesn't he look like Adam Driver a little bit if he was like his half uglier brother or something like that? No. I mean, he's definitely uglier, but I mean, I guess they could be like cousins or something. Or maybe Stephen Adams, maybe. Steven Adams does kind of look like a large Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that was all the big news, right? I mean, I did fall, you know, like I said, I've been out of commission a few days, so there was no nothing other big LA sports-wise, right? Mm. Kemba yeah. to the Celtics? Oh, yeah, Kemba. Yeah, but I, I knew about that, but yeah, also yeah. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about uh, West oh. Coast, guys. Come on. Oh, I know oh actually, no, no. I mean, um, there was a, a huge trade. It was a whole bunch of uh, draft picks – for a very famous all-star MVP and his dick pics, uh, and Paul George. He got traded to the Clippers from the Oklahoma City Thunder. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Uh, it was uh, five, I think it's five first-round picks, uh, three uh, swaps. Um, well, well, wait a minute, now. Why would they do something crazy like that unless they had, like, another superstar coming, like, like Kawhi or something, you know? Uh... I don't know. I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi is still silent all the time. He doesn't tell anyone anything. I, I mean, I, I haven't heard a word from him other than his laughter, which just stays on repeat in my head. So, <laughs> in your head, you don't have like it recorded, and you just can't no. Play on it. I just <laughs> yeah, it's not recorded. It it haunts him. Yeah, it haunts me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Kawhi's. Uh, more of a ghost. Wait a minute. Uh, speaking of ghosts, yeah, haunting, my ghost-like friend just popped back, whispered to me something that I found pretty interesting, and then left again. You want me to tell you? Tell me what he just said? What did he say? He said, all eyes on the Clippers. Kawhi is a Clipper. And then he left again. Oh. So apparently, I mean, I think you guys probably should. I was down in, you know, obviously in by the earth's core but you guys should have probably known this already you know what you know what let me this is huge news guys i you know i was kind of out of it so i was focused on coco golf and uh the women's soccer Wimbledon. team yeah yeah i mean that's that's been my thing right now but let me let me go do some research on this and then you you can break down a little bit more of the news on Kawhi, and then i'll i'll come back and get up to up okay. to speed on it all right i'm gonna step out sure that makes sense to do on yeah. a podcast well, Eric, why don't you fill me in on what's what's going on with this Clippers stuff? I mean, this is great. This is crazy. Yeah, so uh, Julian Alaphilippe has held on to the golden jersey for two days in a row now. It's crazy. Peter Sagan still has the green jersey. Um, no, um, uh, Kawhi joined the Clippers. It seemed like he was orchestrating on the back this entire like this entire time uh, a deal for the Clippers to trade basically every asset they had for Paul George, which was the 
terms under which he would sign with the Clippers, or else I guess he was signing back with Toronto. I know he was never really interested in the Lakers, although so the Lakers thought they had a chance. Good. That's crazy, because, like, last time me and Enam talked, I get last week we were breaking down all the big free agency moves, and Kawhi was really the only one left on the table. And at that time, I was pretty sure he was going to go to the Lakers, and I was kind of sad about it because I was like, all these moves are great. People, pieces are moving around. The NBA is going to be wide open. But if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, then it's basically like it's not going to be wide open because they're going to be the yeah. favorite. But now that he's on the Clippers, that's awesome because it's back to being wide open like how I wanted, basically. Yeah, it is kind of wide open. And I like never thought he was going to the Clippers, so it's been wide open for me this whole time. Or never thought he was going to the Lakers, rather. Um, Clippers is wild, especially. Do you do you have handy the the terms of the trade? What they gave up for Paul George? Because it was uh, kind of a lot. I know it was a lot of picks and Shea Gildas Alexander, maybe another player. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can look it up real quick. Like uh, it was a lot. It was like a Lakers esque call. Um, yeah, it was for, for it Paul was, George. I think it is. It must be a lot. Uh, but I mean, if it's if that's what Kawhi's saying, you have to get this done. I mean, they, their hands. I are guess. Tied there. Yeah. I mean, this is de- now they're in win now mode, basically, right? So, their yeah, prospects for the next couple of years or their potential draft picks, I guess it's like, you know, push that down the line because they didn't give. I, I mean, giving up Gilgis Alexander, yeah, that sucks because he, he's a pretty good young player, had a great rookie season, but they still have Harrell and like most of their team from last year still, right? So, yeah, I guess like Harrell that, that is, is the third guy mode. on this team. Uh, did they get rid of Lou Will for this? No, Lou. I'm. I don't think. Okay. And I think they still have Beverly, so that'd be their that'd be their five then. Yeah, I mean that's still a good that's a good team. That's one of the best should be one of the best teams in the league. Clearly, right? I think that's better than the Lakers starting five only because of the weakness at point guard. Yeah, I mean, I the, the Lakers maybe have I mean they have some of these role players or whatever, but yeah, LeBron is old now. I mean he's still good, but clearly you would want uh, you would want Kawhi over LeBron at this point. In a vacuum, right? For five, for the night on a five-year deal, I would want Kawhi over LeBron. Um, just because I don't want to be paying LeBron thirty-five million dollars a year, forty million dollars a year for the last three years to like. You mean for right now? Forget about money in general. Just like if you're if you're for your team this season, uh, who would you have? You can only have one of the two. Who would you want basically for for next season NBA? It's still LeBron for me, but it's not an easy decision. Okay. And between KD and or, or Kawhi and AD, um, Kawhi, come on, it's gotta be right. I kind of think AD. You would take AD over Kawhi. Yeah, but somehow I'm not confident that the, that the Lakers will finish ahead of the Clippers or beat them in the playoffs, um, because the the team like they really need another shooter. The Lakers do like a, a like they really need JJ Redick on this team. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably gonna get Corver or something, but yeah, yeah they, they definitely they always do. Um, all right, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the the uh, all right. So four unprotected first round picks, one protected first round pick, and two swaps, along with Gallinari and Gilgis Alexander. So obviously that's a ton of okay. They traded assets, Gallo, but a Gallo as well. Yeah, who had a really good last year too. Probably one of his best years in, of his career last year, but still, I mean. Like, like we saw what happened with. I I know you're saying you take LeBron at the, at this point, but still for one year or on the scenario I just came up with. But I really don't know. I mean, what? 
like uh, clearly what Kawhi can bring to your team is crazy at this point considering how he won with the Raptors off one year literally off one year yeah um, when basically I know Siakam had a breakout year and stuff like that but basically they had the same team obviously other than DeRozan that could barely win they couldn't barely win a game against like LeBron in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, obviously LeBron's not there in the East anymore. But still, right? Crucially, they now, did not face LeBron. Yeah, I know it's a vacuum and everything, but still, like, I, and obviously, there's one on two different teams now, been MVP on two different teams, as has LeBron, right? So, I think it's pretty close at this point, and he's younger, he's better defensively at this point. Um, mm. I, I mean. LeBron still can play, I think, can play good defense if he really tries, but he doesn't try as much anymore. Yeah. So I, I and I, and if you're talking about the AD comparison, I I I think AD is just too injury uh, prone to like to have him over a couple of of the other best players in the league. In I mean, opinion. Kawhi is also pretty injury prone. I, I mean, one injury. One really bad injury. One, one, one big injury. They had uh, him on – man, I don't know. They had him on load management all year, and then still in the playoffs, he was dragging his leg around. A little bit, but, like, he would drag it for a few minutes, then, like, all of a sudden it would seem like he would be back to, like, looking completely fine and, like, taking mm. over. So, I don't I know. And, and just the the body type for a guy a guy like AD and, you know, that type of player, it's, it's always more injury-prone to some extent, I feel. I don't know. I just feel like in one seven-game series, AD might be good for two and a half to three, um, like 40, 25 games. Uh, and yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that is that is slightly different than what I'm talking about. I guess I was thinking about it as like a whole season, but so maybe – I mean, well, but let's yeah. look at it the, the way you're saying – uh, Paul George and Kawhi uh, versus, versus, basically, versus LeBron and AD. Everyone's healthy. They've got their supporting casts. Maybe that's not complete yet at this point, but uh, who 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 wins that? You you think LeBron and AD win that seven-game series? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I'm going to say that I think that the Lakers would win that, but I don't fucking know. <laughs> And then, what do we think? I mean, so the Warriors are still going to be there, clearly, with Clay and Steph. They're bringing in D'Lo. Um, where, where are you putting them in this hi- hierarchy now as well? I think for at least one year, the Warriors, it's, the Warriors probably fall back to that like space that Utah and OKC had been occupying for the last couple seasons. Yeah, and then, I mean, frankly, then even Utah and Denver and teams like this, Portland, they didn't get any worse, really, right? So, like... Right, but they didn't get better, and a lot of these teams got a lot better. Yeah. Did the the Blazers make any moves? I'm trying to think now. Did they sign anyone? I can't remember anything important. I mean, like I said, like, this is what I really like right now, because, like, I was... Getting uh, said that I, when I thought Kawhi would would go to the Lakers, but now it is not, and and now that especially that he went to the Clippers instead of resigning with Toronto, like the there 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 realistically is a situation where I I really think that there is 
seven different teams that could win the finals next year, which when's the last time it's been anything close to that? Yeah, it does feel wide open in a way that, like, we as fans have kind of been begging for for years. I mean, I certainly have. Well, I mean, obviously, well, for a lot of a couple of those years, it was my team was one of the. So I wasn't like I was. I still wanted the Cavs, obviously, with LeBron. But certainly, since he certainly this year and whatever you know, for a lot of these past decade, uh, and if I just look at it, try to look at it more as a fan of the league than just as my team, then yeah, you want it like that's what I want. I mean, some people like dynasties, but I've never been that person. Obviously, I get tired of dynasties really quickly. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how you, how you can, but people do are like like the Patriots, Warriors, or whatever. They're like they're like I love to see the greatness or whatever, but let's see that greatness spread out. I mean, mm. so uh, yeah, I, I uh, living in LA here is cool, but I don't. I probably won't be able to afford to go to either team games now. Yeah, for sure. I was talking to Anam earlier. Um, I'm definitely not going to be able to go to a Nets game anytime soon. Yeah. And the stupid Knicks are still always really expensive, even though they're trash for forever. Yeah, I mean, I you're, really you're paying to go to MSG. Yeah, so, so of the the of the the big uh, New York, LA, the two the two only important cities. Let's be honest, uh, in the nation. You heard him. Eat a dick, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. What, what do you? What does Chicago have? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, what, who, who do the Bulls even have? They don't have Bobby Portis anymore. He's gone. They don't have... I mean, obviously, it's been a while since they've had Jimmy Butler, who's on the heat now. Just Is their entire play. team Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen? Yeah, Markkinen is... I mean, they both of them are pretty good, actually. They had pretty good years last year. Mark, Markkinen was pretty impressive. I don't know. I don't know player. if those are good... What's the what's the Simmons thing? Good sets, bad team guys. I don't care what his thing is. All right, all right. Uh, the NBA is drunk, right? But I guess it is. To be fair. Mm. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. What? I don't know. Sorry. What? What? What is this thing that they're good? Good team? What? Or bad team? But good. Well, they're they're the guys that put up good stats on bad teams, but you don't know how they're oh, gonna fit yeah. on like a contender. I mean. I think if you utilize them a certain way, sure. Obviously, it's up to the player themselves at some point. But Markin, I th- I think, I think you could slot him in at most teams. You would probably, if he got playing time, he'd probably like he is a good shooter. He'd probably produce somewhat. Levine, uh, if like he 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 seems like a guy that's like a high risk high reward kind of thing, like. If you're just giving him a, like a lot of minutes, you know, like he might come in and start because he's that like huge uh, athletic guy that kind of jumps out of the gym type of thing. But um, you know, I I think like if you put if you put him on the Clippers, honestly, and like had him and Lou Will off the bench as six seven men, like that. I mean, that's that would really improve them even more. I think like that's, that's where I would have living. Obviously he's on Chicago. Like they're not going to, they're going to be bad, but like that, I think, I think if he, if he is in the right role, like I, I don't think either of those guys we're talking about from the bulls are just like, I think either of them can, could be role players as well. 
I would like either of those guys as like a fifth or sixth guy on any of these contenders for sure. <clears throat> That's kind of what I'm talking about. I, I, I kind of am looking at the Clippers still with this, but I guess even the, the Lakers would make just as much sense for him. Um, Yo, partner! And then we've got... I mean, did did uh, did you... I can't remember. Have we talked about... Because you weren't on our last episode with me and um with this free agency. That was the only one we did since the draft as well, I think. Did you have any uh, draft thoughts? Come with me! Real motherfucker, oh. hell, Mary, come quick, see what did we have here now? People want to oh. ride with us. La, la, oh, guys, la, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, what's happening here? Oh, Eric, sorry. <clears throat> this is my friend that I met down in by the Earth's core, down in the or the quake crack. Yo, partner. Uh, Carla Gugino. What, what up? No, it's not. It's not. That's not a person for one. Well, that's then, not Carla Cugino either, or however you say her name. I don't think you're saying it right, but. I, now that I think about it, I don't exactly know how to say it right either, maybe. So let's get past that. No, this is my friend. Uh, Yo. I th- he just said his name was Rock, I think, because we were in, like, the Earth's core. What's up, Rock? What up, partner? It's your boy Westside up in the house. That's right. Where'd you go just now? Because I was trying to introduce you to my friends, and you kind of ghosted on me. You know? Uh, You know, Brenda's got a baby. I got to take care of her sometimes. Oh, who's Brenda? You didn't tell me about her dad and the, that's your <coughs> wife or something? Don't worry about it. I get around. Oh, yeah. I, you, clearly you do. You're in and out. I mean, I was down there. Uh, it was cool that you, like, brought me some water and stuff down there, but then you, like, disappeared for a while. And then, like, are you can, are, are, are you a, a, a ghost? Uh, sometimes people think I'm a, a ghost, but I, I, I represent the row till the death. Of the row, so my my label, my previous label, I signed with, was actually a, a death row. So maybe I am actually dead. Come to think of it, partner, you are dead. Yeah, yeah, and uh, okay. uh, you don't have to call me Rock. You can call me Shaq. Or, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, Shaq. All right, Shaq. Uh, Shakur. Sorry, sorry, it broke. It broke up. Shakur. Sorry. Shaq or Shaq or Shaq or Rock, Shaq or Rock, I'll call you. Shaq or Rock, Pac. Yeah. Pac. Yeah. All right, all right, Pac. Um, it sounds kind of familiar, actually. But are we talking to the ghost of Shaquille O'Neal? And when did Shaquille O'Neal die? Oh, in the earthquake, maybe. I didn't think there was any casualties, but <clears throat> you're not Shaq, are you? Nah, I know not Shaq. Right. Shaq used to party with me up in the up in. The, California, yay, love on the set of me and Dre, we're doing our thing, and and then Shaq came up, yo, I want to sign with the, he was like, yo, I want to sign with the Lakers, can I sign with the Lakers? That's a good impression. A little... a, that is a good impression, uh, Sha- Sha- Shaq or. Shaq, baby. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, d- like, California does know how to party, so you guys probably partied it up back. Yeah, I hit him up, and he came through. You hit, you hit Shaq off? He came through. Uh, and he was, uh, he was feeling down about the whole Orlando Penny situation. He felt mm-hmm. like, he felt like, uh, you know, Orlando and Disney didn't offer him enough money. So then I told him to keep his head up and, uh, come to LA. His, yeah. His head's already pretty high up there. Cause he's such a tall guy, you know? Yeah. But he slouches, Seven, but he slouches. Sl- yeah. Well, I mean, I might slouch too, if I was that tall, you know, try to get on. 
get on people's level. So you were this is back in like the mid nineties then, the Shaq Orlando days when you were hanging out with them. Yeah. Me, Shaq, Cube, Snoop, Martha. Yeah. Martha, Rosie, Oprah. Oprah. Arnold. All of us. We go we go to the, the Clippers games. Hey yeah. Arnold? Yeah, hey Arnold from Nickelodeon. Uh, all yeah, real monsters, right? yeah. All real monsters. <clears throat> the, you hung out with the uh, the all uh, real monsters. Yeah. The, uh, oh, nice. You know, I I brought them to Thug's Mansion, where you know they they don't have to be that real, but they still gotta be a G. Mm. They, Are they, and were they? They're pretty G. Uh, they as monsters, you know, they killed a lot of people. People don't see that side of the Hollywood true story. There's a lot of stories. Yeah, I never heard of that. Yeah. I, they killed people, huh? Yeah. I mean, they're monsters. Why would they, what else would they be doing? Uh, I, I mean, I thought they're kind of friendly, misunderstood monsters. People think they're monsters because of their appearance, but really they're actually, they're like more scared of humans than humans are scared of them. That's what I thought, but apparently they're cold-blooded murderers. It sounds like what you're saying. Well, you know. No, nah, dude. Go on. That one guy holds his eyeballs in his hands. They're cold-blooded killers. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So, so Shaq or, uh, what, you know, I mean, we spent a little time together these past few days. Like I said, you were in and out a little bit, uh, like the burger. But, uh, what, have you always been That's a good one, partner. Thanks, man. I thought so. E Dash and I gave me nuts, stonewalled me on it, but it's fine. Uh, have you always been a Cali, a Cali guy? Yeah, I live and die in LA. And I, it's about 23 years I died in L.A. So you literally did live and then die in L.A. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and before, I guess even in the past or present, which of the which of the squads, you know, of which of the ball squads at Stables, formerly the Forum, uh, I don't know if the did the Clippers play at the Forum as well as the Lakers. I don't know, but which of which of the two teams in town did you support more? Well, you know, there were so many tears. Watching the clip show for years. Uh, yeah, because they're really bad for most of their history. So you're shedding tears over how bad they were. That, that means you're a fan of them. Yeah, that's how how I wanted it. I mean, how do you want it, Drew? You're you're up in the la la land. Yeah, yeah. Partner. Uh, obviously, you know I am. We we, we met here. Uh, how, <coughs> how I want it, uh, you know. How does it feel? To be the better team. <coughs> Feels good, I guess. I don't, how does what feel? Being here? Uh, the weather. I mean, I can't feel anything because I'm, you know, dead and all. Because you really are dead, okay. Yeah. So we've cleared that up. You're definitely a dead. Maybe a ghost. I feel like I met someone else recently that was kind of in a similar scenario. More of a Brooklyn guy, but, what? you know. It's... A Brooklyn guy? I know a couple guys from Brooklyn. You know, I was, yeah. born, in, I was born in New York. Yonkers. Oh, really? Yeah. Yonkers. Yeah. Okay, Yonkers is kind of New York. Westchester. Yeah. Westchester. Uh, yeah. I uh, I was born into a country club up in Westchester. That's where you survived. Like now I'm a little confused by that statement. Were you? You mean you were born in a country like your mother gave birth well in a country club, <clears throat> or do you mean you were born into like the rich country club society culture? Oh, yeah. It was a. Uh, it's what I used to call my uncle's house, the country club, because there'd be a lot of, a lot of bitches up in there, 
and a lot of country music be playing all the time, partner. Really? Yeah. Uncle Snoop. Cut, like, I don't like it when he says bitches, Drew. Oh, well, I mean, he's he's like a dead guy from the 90s. You got to give him a little... <laughs> what? He's a product of his time. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Who, who's, who's saying I can't say bitches? I love my, I love my pities and my bullies, all right? Don't 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 no. talk about my dogs that way. No, oh, you were talking about dogs when you said there was a lot of bitches around at the house. Yeah, what else would I mean? It's 2019, partner. Oh, so you do know the okay. I guess I'm wrong in this case then. Uh, and uh, as are you, Eric? I guess you know. To make no, I don't know that I'm wrong. Well, no, I, I mean according to our friend, our new friend Shaq Orr, he's saying you he didn't even mean what you thought he meant. I ain't mad at you. I got nothing but love for you. You're not. You're not mad. All right. Well, that's cool. Never mind. Let's get let's get past it. Uh, so you were a Clippers fan, not not Lakers. By the time Shaq got to the Lakers, you were dead, I guess, and you didn't care anymore. Or, or well, truth be told, it wasn't since that earthquake where I rose, rose again. Machiavelli really? up in this okay, bitch. That makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. So you, the past twenty whatever twenty three years, you you haven't been around. Seeing what's going on. No, I I, uh, I legally changed my name uh, to Machiavelli, uh, and I posted up, uh, you know, uh, a couple uh, Instagram posts saying I was uh, I was rechanging my my whole uh, brand. But that was in '96, and Instagram didn't didn't start then, so it didn't really go far. I just uh, I I want to I want to pause here, Mr. Shakur. Um, are you saying that you were freed? from your unearthly prison by an earthquake like the master from season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Uh, that's exactly what, I, what I'm talking about, partner. I'm glad that you know about that episode because I completely forgot about it until you just put it together. I, I, I got to Do you need to feed on the blood of the mortals to, to gain corporeal form and walk the earth again? <laughs> Is this what we're doing here? It sounds about right, uh, partner. Uh, I mean, also, I feel like that episode came out. That season one of Buffy was like around '97 or so. Those that sounds like that. That seems like it was like maybe just right after you apparently died, Shaggar. Oh, uh, there's some connection. Wait, there? wait, wait, wait. Who said I died? Well, I, you did. I said I was literally dead. everyone. I, I said I was dead. I didn't say I was died. I, I, I'm dead inside. All right. Okay, I didn't know there was a distinction. You, you weren't physically dead you you're were, you were metaphorically dead yeah when i said i couldn't feel anything that means i'm i'm really soulless and uh you know i, I have a lot of i have a lot of forgiveness and I, uh on people that try to kill me but you know and also i have to say sorry to a lot of people it's part of my my 12-step program okay like like an aa thing so when you so with the earthquake just this the other day and you came back to life you didn't literally you already still alive but you're just now like part of the world again. I'm still a little confused, I guess, Shaq or Well, as uh as uh what's his name? E E Nam, E E Dash Nam was saying partner. Uh he Sorry, he, I didn't really introduce you, yeah. Uh this is E Dash Nam or Eric or Young Spooky or Young Clavicle. Oh, Losi Spookies, that's a good show on know, HBO. Some French bike riding reference, I don't yeah. Some some French I think that's offensive. Uh, how so? Uh, well, I mean, I, I haven't been to France yet. That's what, it's offensive to me. Well, wait, so it's offensive to you if someone brings up a country you haven't been to? That doesn't, I mean, like, I haven't been to most other countries, and, like, I don't get offended when someone says, like, I'm, uh, I'm Bulgaria too, or something. I mean, I'm two of America's most wanted, 
So, you know, France doesn't really want me because, you know, I'm America's most wanted. So I have to geographically stay in America because I'm the most wanted there. You're two people. You're two of them most wanted. Yeah. 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 Me, me, Uncle Snoop, uh, and Machiavelli. Okay. That's three people then, it sounds like. Don't question my intelligence, partner. I hit him up. Okay, well, don't hit me up with them, the fisty cops. That's why I fucked Again, your I bitch. You were like a, I kind of thought you were a ghost the way you were coming in and out of the pit, you know, the crack and everything, and the way you came in and out of this podcast today, but you are a living p- person. Not like the guy I met from Brooklyn. Well, I don't know about this Brooklyn guy I met either. Well, let's, He's a big guy, but I couldn't tell if he was a Let's rewind, guy. let's rewind. So like like yeah. E-Nam just said, I drank some blood, and I, 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 uh, I went up. Uh, and I also, because you know, I'm a, sometimes I'm a crip, sometimes I'm a blood. So I drank some blood and then I crept up to the top of the, of the crevice. And it wasn't until you decided to say, why don't you come with me to the surface? And that's when I was allowed to get in. I was invited back onto earth. Yeah. I said, come with me. Yeah. 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 You said and then it like he was that. allowed, allowed and, to cross the threshold. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even realize what I was doing, I guess. I, that's just kind of how I talk and act with people. But Well, that's in, very interesting, Shaq. Or, uh, but I am glad you're here. I mean, I so I was going to ask you, too, about Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers and stuff like that, but it's unclear to me, I guess, if you even know who that is or any of these more recent NBA references, or you just know about, like, Penny Hardaway and, and 90, mid-90s, oh, early I, 90s stuff. Oh, partner, I know about Kawhi. He okay. is... Uh, He's multidimensional. He floats through the air, and he goes. He goes from oh, the really? yeah. He goes into uh, existential being. Uh, he can actually uh, go through walls, uh, and he actually can whisper through time. He has all these powers that no one knows about. That's very interesting. Did he like whisper to you back years ago, and you didn't know what was going on? Now you're like, oh, I. I remember from 20, 30 years ago, someone whispered to me, now he's here on Earth now, and like it goes all through time like that. Yeah, so he whispered, whispered to me about uh, Game of Thrones and how popular it would be. He told me about this character, <clears throat> Bran Stark, and his ability. Really? Yeah, I, I think I think that's his origin story. Partner. But it did, he didn't whisper to you back then that this, the final season would be really bad and it, almost everyone would hate it. Well, that's subjective. Well, I don't know if it's subjective that, you know, most people don't like it. You know, that's that's just like a, a poll or something. Whether yeah, I'd like right to see those polling numbers. Yeah, I think the, that's the most important poll that, that's really out these days. But, um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I see no changes. In what? In, in the Culture? Sh- society? In, in society? Racism? In, in HBO's programming. Yeah, back, back <clears throat> when you were kicking around before your death which i guess it's still unclear to me was metaphorical or not but uh i think it, back then hbo just kind of played like like movies from the 80s or something they didn't really have prestige programming like nowadays oh my god you didn't see sopranos you didn't see sex in the city that those those were from like the late 90s at at the earliest right i think so I'm, that's what i'm saying you missed all this oh yeah you're i thought you were saying eric like i didn't see that i was wrong we're not on the same page right now, I don't think. Ain't I don't know. I feel but, like there's a right. there's an Shaq electromagnetic or, field between us. Yeah, Shaq or do you are how's your mediation skills? Because I think me and my friend Eric here we're 
on on one twenty the podcast today we've had some disagreement. I mean we've had some disagreement before today about you know Game of Thrones or the writing really bad or not stuff like that and I don't know the schism might just be getting worse. What do you suggest for us, Shagor? I feel you, partner. Uh, you know all I gotta say is ain't nothing but a gangster party. So you have to you have to accept each other as a, a blood and crip to get get through this you know otherwise we're just gonna see can you a lot of blood can you explain that a little more i don't i don't sorry to cut you off shagor but are you I saying one of us is like a blood one's like a crip or, or what do you think Eric? no i think he's referencing the movie blood in blood out okay i'm not familiar with that film Who, who's in that one i don't know it's like a it's a prison movie but so, I mean, someone someone told me to say this at a public speaking one time, and it went really well, partner. Uh, even though you was a crack fiend, mama, you was always a black queen, mama. D- does that help? It's, uh, I if it does, I'm not seeing the way yet. Maybe it's I'm not like, sure it applies. Yeah, I'm, and also someone told you to say that at a public speaking event. That also seems strange. Like, why would they tell you to say that? Well, uh. It it was a part of an endorsement for uh, a new mother, mother <laughs> Lululemon. For brand. a new mother, <laughs> they're selling mothers now. I didn't even know this was a thing. Or was it just a thing back in the time? <laughs> you could get rid of your old one. I didn't know about this. Not that I would want to, of course. Well, you're you listening, want, mom? Yeah, you, your mom. Your mom probably does listen because you you're a good boy. I am a good boy. I do have to say, I I think it's. Highly unlikely that she does listen, but if she is, you know, I want to put it out there. I wouldn't be into this product that apparently Shaq R was a spokesman for replacing mothers. I'm on the it, fence. You're on the fence, uh, Edash Nam. See, this is more problems we have between us. Also, he's bringing up movies I don't know about. What's next, hey. Shaq R? Hey, is, uh... can this even work? Can, or should we have a, a East Coast West Coast feud? Because also we're in. A part of the problem is we're not on the same coast anymore. When we want to talk, he's all tired probably because he's three hours ahead, right? Yeah, he, I am a big sleepy baby. He, he's. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you have a, you have a problem with the the East Coast. You know, fuck bad boy, fuck Biggie, fuck Puffy. That's why I fucked his bitch. Uh, his dog. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I promised to watch the dog. And then uh, I flaked out. And then you partner. took advantage of it. <laughs> no, I flaked out. Oh, so you you fucked him over, but you didn't literally have sex with his dog. I no, mean, that's, that's clearly that's there's no, that's a better way to say that than Shaq or I mean, you gotta understand that's that's why people might get confused. And by the way, you said Biggie just now. I feel like that was ringing a bell for me, and uh, I think that's actually the guy I talked to just last week. Oh, how pre pre earthquake, pre falling in the crack and all that. How's Chris doing? Partner. Oh, so you know this guy. Yeah, we, me and him go way back. He seemed to be doing good. He was excited about the Nets from what I could tell. There's potential that he's going to ghost into one of the Nets on the court and like take over. That seemed to be a thing. Uh, but Really? But uh, Yeah, he seemed to imply that. But also he was trying to talk me out of L.A. and he seemed to really dislike it, L.A. So I don't know how you feel about that. Oh, man. I'm going to have to ponder on that because Kawhi told me not to show up at Clippers games this year because he got it covered. He's going to be all over the court. But if uh, 
and I can't go on Lakers because that'll be bandwagon of me. So I think I'm just gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get around at all of that and hop on the court and maybe referee a couple of games. So you're gonna be a neutral referee then? Yeah, I think that's just a, for that's the way I'm gonna go about it in my allegiance to to LA and and the NBA right now, partner. Okay, just for Lakers versus Clippers games, you're gonna be the ref potentially. No, I, I think I might find a new career in refereeing after that. Who knows? Oh wow! Well, that's pretty. That's pretty a bomb shack. Or uh, I guess before you, I don't know if you are gonna go, but if you were thinking about it before you do, maybe you could practice refereeing right now and ref the uh, the friendly argument between me and E Dashnam. He thinks that uh, AD would be. He would rather have AD on his team. Uh, given a choice between him and Kawhi, I vote for Kawhi. How do you ref this match between us? Who's who's right? It's mm, a good question, partner. Um, so we got Anthony Davis, seven foot, out of Kentucky, NCAA champion. We got Kawhi yeah. from San Diego State, uh, mm-hmm. NBA champion two times, uh, and uh, has a big has a claw for a nickname. And the other one's a brow. Huh. Mm, true. I didn't think we didn't even get into their nicknames to be yeah. fair. So one has to do with eyes. So Anthony Davis can see over people as a brow. Maybe it gives him force. And then the claw sounds a little violent. You know, I used to be a, a man of violence back then. Cost oh, me. Really? Yeah, it cost me a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, mainly, uh, you know, a lot of friends. Uh, they just said that yeah. I, they just said that I was I was too loud a lot of times and uh you know I, I lived alone uh, in LA for a little bit partner yeah. well I think we're getting a little off topic now I mean I, I don't want to get into your <laughs> process of refereeing but it's it's not really about you but about whose arguments right with which and I hit them up probably... I hit them up all the time and they just never they never called okay. back okay uh okay well alright Shakur don't cry yeah yeah. Uncle well, Snoop you know doesn't call me back anymore. He just says, oh, God. he just says, uh, here, have my juice. He doesn't offer me gin anymore. <laughs> just, just juice? Just the juice. That is disrespect, I have to say. And, That's rough. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I put out money, uh, my my inheritance to, I gave it to a, a couple people, uh, my, one of my many sons into the Dr. Dre brain, Beats brand. And then they squeezed me out. They squeezed me out when they sold the apple. I got nothing. I got nothing. Well, uh, you have me, uh, Shackler, <laughs> I guess. I mean, but you know what? This display right now is kind of making me feel like, Eric, that we should probably just get past our personal beef here and yeah. reconcile because we don't want to end up like this guy, I feel like. Uh, I agree? cry all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. But yes, yeah. No, well, not about crying, just about, you know, looking at the bigger picture, what's important in life and on the podcast, right? I think you're right. I think you're right. And we can all agree that what's more important is that Anthony Davis is the most dominant player at a position where there are a few players of replacement value, whereas Kawhi's value can be replaced by other players, such as Paul George, if necessary, such as LeBron James. And I just think it's a it's an inefficiency to have... Kawhi and Paul George on the same team whereas LeBron 
and AD together. They spread out the skill at different positions. I think they synergize well together, and that's why I think they have the edge. Sorry, sorry, we were, we were, we were reconciling. That's a pretty decent point. Yes, no, this is part of the reconciling process. I think that is a pretty good point. I still have reservations about health. Uh, I have reservations about just the Lake, the Lakers kind of whole front office mess, you know, their whole mm. kind of organization. But it's a fair point. I think, hey, you know what? We're both lucky to be able to, like, have this choice or to even have this debate, really. Uh, that's the, the place the NBA is in right now, and that's pretty cool, right? That's right. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood out. I might even check out that movie, I guess. That's right, partner. That's what you do for love. Do for love right there. Yeah, you, you check out movies that your friend brought up that you haven't heard of. That's what you do for love? No, I was talking about my, my ability to share my emotions to you brought you guys together. Now Shakur must float away into the sun. Yeah, okay. Congratulations. Uh, did, oh, <laughs> I think he's gone. I, yeah, congratulations. I don't know if that's appropriate for what he was going through, but I Sorry, it's if you're not familiar with what just happened, I'm pretty sure we just filmed the end of Evangelion. Oh, don't, by the way, Eric, don't, please, d- d- uh, d- uh, please refrain, rather, from any more Evangelion references because I am now doing that on my award-winning YouTube channel. It's one of my next reactions. Actually, uh, also Asterisk on award-winning. I haven't won any awards, but forget that. Uh, Anna Monday is a, is a show I do every Monday, release every Monday on my YouTube channel. Drew Wilson, Drew's Views. You can search that. Uh, and I am now doing... Is it... By the, I, I will ask you one question about it, Eric. Is it Evangelion or Evangelion? Because I was unclear yeah. on that. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Yeah, which one is it? Oh, yeah. It's Evangelion. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought you said get, yeah. Yeah, no, I Congratulations, you are in RG. for a treat, and uh, it's inscrutable, so don't worry. Well, I'm going to try to screw it up anyway, because that's what I have to do when I react to a show. I have to talk about it, recap it, try to guess what's going to happen, that sort of thing. If you're into that sort of thing, check out my channel, and the first episode is up now, so I've seen one episode, but I bring that up. Not just to plug, but to say, yeah, don't, please don't t- tell me anything else about it. Good call. Um, normally, I don't, I'm not even a guy who cares about spoilers, but uh, with, when I have a channel where I react to stuff, people don't like it if you get spoiled. They want to see your genuine reaction. Obviously, that makes sense. So, uh, no spoilers on that one, but check out some other shows I'm doing too. Stranger Things Season 3, I started doing that as well. That I am going to spoil for you. Uh, well, no, please do not. I, we just, I mean, we just reconciled our quasi-beef that I kind of basically invented this episode. But still, I am. I did look up Blood In, Blood Out. You know, how could I not have heard of this movie that stars Damien Chapa and Jesse Borrego, Victor Rivers? I mean, these are these are. I feel like you're Hollywood being racist guys. right now. You feel like what? I feel like you're being racist right now. I'm not being racist. I don't know how. These I, are just, three I just feel like you are. are. Famous. Although, yeah, although no, they're not uh, famous. Victor Rivers apparently <laughs> plays a, mo- uh, a character in the movie called Magic Mike. So that's interesting. Did, did the I'm movie familiar Magic with that Mike's, film. Yeah, but there's a character in this movie. Did that movie, like, is that a reference in the Magic Mike movie to this movie? That would be weird, right? Mm, let's say yes. Okay. 
and Benjamin Bratt's in this, so I do I do know him. And okay, Billy Bob Thornton is apparently in a small role in this. So yeah, he plays some... one of the guards. I think I could be wrong. He, he, he plays someone named Lightning. So there's some good names in this. Oh, a guy named Carlos Carrasco's in this. Not the not the uh, Cleveland Indians pitcher, but apparently there's an actor with that name playing Popeye. Well, it also, could be the pitcher. It's I'm I'm pretty sure that pitcher was I mean he's about my age I think maybe a year or two older so I don't think he would be starring in a movie from 1993. All right, I'll take your word for it. Also, uh, uh, Carrasco suffering right now from uh, leukemia. So oh, that sucks. Uh, donate to uh, uh, I know they're doing a thing like I guess I think it was like an All Star game too or something like donate you can donate to. Uh, to the cause to like help uh what am i trying to say you know to like research for research yeah so hopefully he gets better i think he's doing okay but you know as being a big indians fan myself that sucks that one of our oh yeah that happened to but progressive field so you got you gotta see what happened i I didn't find any kawaii news sorry guys uh but peter lonzo home run king baby yeah i mean i feel like you're coming up with some Maybe you didn't hear what I was just saying, but I was kind of talking seriously about someone with cancer, and you came in pretty hot just now. Now I'm in like a happy, kind of jovial mood. So I, I think you really were reading the the pod, the room right here in the pod. Oh, it's day class A. Oh, okay. Yeah, but your your guy in the Mets, Pete Alonso, he won this. Yeah, like I was saying, yeah, he won the home run derby. <laughs> he he beat out uh, Vlad Junior, Junior Junior, Vlad Vlad Junior. I took just one Junior, I think. Uh, that was nuts. I didn't watch any of it, but apparently New York Post thinks that Pete Alonso is Mets insanity with staying power. Is what was the headline? Is he an Asian American? It literally Pete Alonso is the Mets. Lynn Sanity. What they didn't even do a pun? Nope. They just put a picture of these two next to each other. But that's not he's not an Asian American. It literally couldn't be Lynn Sanity. The whole thing was wrapped up in it. I don't I don't care. I mean there I guess there's other ways they could be similar, but I still don't exactly see. I don't there. think New York, he like Yeah, but New York Post doesn't see race because they put Lynn Sanity in a fortune cookie, remember? And one of the and one of their things. I don't That's right. They don't that. see race. You don't remember that one? <laughs> oh man! But oh, man. also, I don't think it makes that much sense because, like, Alonzo is like a—he's a rookie, right? And he's like—he's doing great as a rookie year, and he's like a new star. Where it was—it was Lynn Sanity because he kind of came out of nowhere. He'd been in the league for a little while. He'd been bouncing around, and then all of a sudden, he started playing well, right? Yeah, and you know the winner gets $1 million, by the way? That was new this year, I believe, yeah. That's nuts. Like, I mean, that would be ins- What happens if the dunk contest did that? Like, the winner gets $1 million. For some people, it wouldn't well, matter. It wouldn't matter, I guess. I feel like and, the dunk... We were talking about ob- objectivity a little bit and subjectivity, and I feel like that's, you know, it's not... It, that would be... Could easily be rigged. I mean, it's just judges voting what they like best anyway. With the home run derby, you clearly could see the ball goes over the wall. Well, maybe maybe it's three point shooting contest makes more sense to do that. That that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely more. Yeah, analogous. yeah. Um, the, the NBA already has enough of those subjectivity problems with like P 
people getting incentives based like contract incentive based on making uh like all nba teams and shit that's true that's true and i think the home run derby is like the most popular thing now and kind of it's more popular than the all-star game itself i think and like maybe you could say that about the nba too that the the yeah. three point, but, but they only have one but event. I think that's like, yeah. Well, that that could be too. Like that's mm-hmm. why it's more popular. It probably is more advertising dollars for one event, you know, than spread out. So they could probably do that. I mean, they could do whatever. It's a million dollars. They got plenty of money. But uh, yeah, it's cool for the Mets though, because they're having a, another bad season, right? But they got a, a good young guy there. It's exciting. Yeah, I mean, they got their GM throwing chairs at like Bobby Nighting at uh, at their uh, oh, really? at yeah, the coaches. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, he's also a former agent like Rob Palenka, so um, maybe it's like okay. these Wall Street agent cats are just like always borderline willing to choke someone out or throw a chair or I don't know mob style shit. That's how I envision mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Is Latrell Sprewell is a, a Wall Street guy now by that logic? Yeah. Well, or does it only does it go the, only one way, and not reverse? I think it only goes one way. Latrell, uh, he he uh, he doesn't have enough money to feed his kids right now. You know, like from that offer, it's still waiting on that forty-five million three-year yeah. contract deal. It's still not enough to feed his kids. So. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get one at this point, but. Uh, I don't know. I guess we, we spent most of this episode talking to our new friend Shaq Orr, and it was pretty good stuff, but I don't. we maybe could talk more about Kawhi and the free agency. Are we pretty much good right now? I mean, I guess we, we covered a lot of stuff in terms of, like, just the general feeling of the league right now that it's exciting, right? It's open. Uh, uh, well, I mean, one quick question there. Uh, yeah. So, 2023... Are the U.S. Women's Soccer World Cup champions again? I don't think so. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, let's talk um, uh, World Cup right now. Um, international soccer. You don't think so, Eric? No. Um, so I think, in my stupid opinion, um, based on things that I've like read and heard, uh, the club system that that is popular in Europe. Uh, for like raising up young players is much better and much more like geared to building a national soccer program and a national soccer team Um, and they're just now in the last 10-15 years investing in club programs in Europe and and elsewhere abroad Uh, whereas in the United States we still rely on colleges to train up our players so they're not full-time you know amateur athletes they're 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 taking classes for most of the year and then you know they go to soccer practice just like a, a student athlete would go to football practice and i feel like that's going to give europe uh and and some other countries you know in northern africa and asia the the advantage when they're training up their you know prospects but don't but don't a lot of those countries um go like people from those countries come to play soccer and like at the colleges like right now currently at least though right because watching the world cup watching the world cup the announcers would always keep saying like she plays for like Richmond University or something, or she's for no, like whatever you know. They, like it seems like yeah, a lot of work. and that was that was more true of countries like Argentina and Cameroon who don't like yet have an established national like system that is you know commensurate with what they give their men. Um, but like other countries in Europe, like 
like Norway, the Netherlands, France, your uh, England, like they are really investing in like and it and it's the same teams that you hear about in the men's side where they're like Lyon is the is the women's club. Chelsea's getting up there. Barcelona's always been big. Atletico's big. Shout out to the love of my life, uh, Jennifer Hermoso. Um, but American players play for these clubs. I mean, when they're at not past college age, a lot, of, a lot of these players are playing for these club teams too, right? Yeah, it's about the youth development system. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But you think that's gonna it's going to be that big enough? In just four years' time, it's going to be that big of a difference? Yeah, I don't know if we'll get overtaken consistently, but we will get caught in the next, like, four to 12 years. Yeah, I, I kind of – this is bad what I'm going to say. I kind of, like – Probably. Like, if Netherlands would have won – I kind of thought that would have been cool, you know, because like such a big underdog story and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't like maybe it's because on the men's side, I don't root for a U.S. really. No, and our men's team sucks. I've been a Spain fan, which you, I, you could say that's bandwagon, I suppose. I did start kind of getting into them when I started playing FIFA in college and chose them before I really knew much about soccer. So I use that excuse, I guess. But. Like, I'm already used to not really cheering for the U.S. because also they didn't even play in the last World Cup on the men's side and everything. But, like, like during this World Cup, I was like, it's cool, but, you know, I'm not... I like a lot of the players on the U.S. team, but um, I just don't like... I, I Yeah, I kind of, like, wouldn't mind if they didn't win, honestly. I think, I mean, I don't know if, you know, if rooting for Netherlands would be, you know, a, a choice that anyone would be like, oh, my God, because... I mean, most of the country should be paying attention to women's soccer, oh. but they don't. But the way I compare it to as an underdog story is like how good UConn women's basketball has been in the past, you know, 15, 20 years. Uh, they've been the juggernaut. U.S. women's soccer has been the juggernaut for a while, too. And, you know, each I think each World Cup, they the, the competition has caught up. And I think UConn women have specifically, you know, uh, they've lost a lot of games in crunch time moments and I think that's the way um, you know people do feel about UConn women's basketball they're like oh it'd be nice if a, another team won or another underdog well yeah because now you're talking yeah that's that's almost going back to like the warrior or like you know what we were saying before I mean this might have been when you were doing your research that didn't turn up with anything. but we were kind of saying like I was saying like oh the people some people like these dynasties Patriots Warriors but I, I I'm so sick of it that type of thing and the, I don't care about um, women's basketball, to be honest, like I don't follow it at all. But um, college, I don't obviously follow college basketball in general really too much. But uh, even not following it, I'm still like I still don't want UConn to win right on the women's side. Like get spread it around. You're not, I don't want. You're not. Uh, yeah, you're not alone. I, I don't that. want Duke to win on the men's side. You know what I mean? Like even though I don't really care that much about the sport in general uh, on the college level, but but. Getting back to soccer, um, yeah, so, like, that's why I was kind of feeling, like, also because, like, some of the, there was the one game, too, with, um, I guess there's a conversation we're going to have about the whole VAR thing, but, like, the one game, I think it was U.S. first. England. Um, was it England, or I was thinking it was, what was the game before England? Spain. No, US, France, sorry. No, no, I... I think it was France was the game before, but I might be thinking about the game versus Spain. Maybe both. You mean the honestly. one where we got two soft ass penalties and won the yeah, game two yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, that that was Spain, right? Yeah, yeah, so those like, penalties were ass. So that's we did not the thing. deserve them. 
even and even if it's like a game where it's like was well, I guess it was a penalty or whatever, but if that's like the only goal or that's the deciding factor, that's kind of lame, right? I think so. And you can't be like, oh, U.S. is so dominant, but then that's how they won. Like, it, like that could have been a huge, crazy upset. Yeah. Maybe I just like Spain, but regardless, I mean, do you th- I mean, do you guys think that uh, VAR because that that started with the men's. World Cup last year, right? That was the first yes. year they kind of did this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then the first and it, first year in Champions League, uh, which VAR changed everything um, for Tottenham okay. and one this year, was the, this year was the first year in Champions League? Yeah. Then as yeah. Well for yeah. Okay. yeah. Is it pretty much across the board in all the major leagues now? E- almost. Um, the Premier League is using it next season, so... Um, that should be the final, like, nail in the coffin. Yeah. I mean, I get, I like, it. it's like, it's like instant replay. Like, we want to make sure that everything is right. That we, there needs to be a mechanism to yeah. address when a call is yeah, blown. I, it just feels like it sucks, and I can't quantify does. that. I think there's a, maybe a difference between, like, with the offsides penalties... That's more of like the replay, I guess, in baseball. Now you could see if they got tagged or they got they got they beat them to the base or something. Because it's like, it's more quantifiable. Like, oh, the foot's a toe, the toe is out. It sucks, but you know the toe. Like, what well, happened with the British? Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, White. Like her, her like toe was like you could see the toe was on. Yeah. She scored the goal. And it sucks, but like, all right, that's like a fair call. It's like it's literally down the line. A robot can make that call, whatever. Also, fucking Kick Rocks England. They're the they're the yeah. whiniest like bunch of players I've seen in any competition like in years. Like they're the Chris Paul Clippers. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I wasn't rooting for them versus you. I, I did want US to beat them, but regardless, um, I what I was gonna say then is so I see the offside ones make sense, but it's like the it's the it's like the. The, the fouls. in the box foul in the yeah, box ones yeah. that are so more subject again going back to subjectivity a little bit but right, right. if they are going to review all this i think they need to l- make it more lax on what the foul actually is i mean they well, can do what the nba does with flagrant, flagrant fouls you know where if uh yeah. if it's they think it's a flagrant they check that because that's more extreme if it's just a regular foul they don't they don't they just let it go it's the rest discretion to that for me, it's not even the fouls truly that are the problem. It's the motherfucking handballs. The handballs. Like, figure the fuck out what a handball is before you before you start using VAR to like relitigate calls. And it should be like, I guess it's kind of like the thing in the NBA. Like you can, like you can throw. Because I was gonna say it should be like more on the intent. Like if mm-hmm. for you know the handball touching the arm, but I guess it's kind of like. In the NBA, you can falling out of bounds. You can toss the ball off someone, and then it's like your ball, your team's yep. ball still. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of the same. If you just like, even if they didn't mean to touch it at all, you like you just kicked it to them purposely off their hand. Like it's still their hand was in the way, their arm, whatever. But still, kind of feels like there should be more intent on what the player that got the handball called did. You know what I mean? Like I agree. Well, the Champions Final would be so much different. Um, well, and that one, like, it barely touched his arm. And also, like, I mean, th- the one thing about handball, I mean, this is it's a lo- a rule that's been in sport forever, as long as sport. But like, you can't stop physics from like a ball coming at your body in which you can move it in time. Like, it's impossible to do. Like, it's 
if you're regulating it on top of that, you would have to figure out a way to like, like you said, the intent, maybe it's, uh, you know, if their back is turned or whatever, uh, that can't be a handball. Like it, <laughs> like, uh, like how are they going to see behind them to be like that, that, that calculated to put their hand out and stop a yeah. ball from coming, you know? It's I like guess, NFL like the, does that, right? They can't like the pass interference where you have to be facing the ball. Um, it's not like a literal rule. That's kind of they just kind of call it more if you're like they're gonna throw the flag a lot more often if you're not if you're looking the other way and not facing it. They're they're gonna throw it like nine times out of ten. Where if you are looking back at the ball, it's gonna be less. But again, that's subjective as well a little bit, you know, and like. I see what you're saying about if your back's turned, but then, but then it's like you're playing like that's bad defense, probably, or like you're you're well, gonna purposely like right, but then turn around, like you're gonna get uh, let off the hook for like being out of position, or you know what I mean. So it's like kind of hard either way. I don't know. Yeah, no handball, I think sucks um, balls because it, especially because they or, give it a free kick every single time, and I yeah, think, should it be should it be no handball in the box is not an automatic PK or they change that rule or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it does make it less fun. Like, yeah, it makes it less fun. Well, it took NFL. It took NFL to figure out what a catch is. So, um, you know, as my as our Des Bryant, as our wide receiver, found out the hard way. So, replay sucks, yeah. guys. Let's just get away with it. Just let's have precogs instead. Precogs will call what the plays are and what the fouls are. Yeah, they'll know. Right, exactly, exactly, and then or if intended to murder someone, usually like Minority Report, you know. Yeah, is it going to be a thing where like like in the in the um, NFL they're like we're going to see caucus or whatever to get their or, or is that uh, what league is that in where they do that? Yeah, NFL, right? But like they're going to be like we're going to the pool or like the the lab or whatever to to get to caucus, yeah. To the NBA, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, yeah, but so, yeah, so that's, uh, I guess, let me ask you guys before we can wrap up soon here, but, um, going forward, well, let me ask you this, um, with, with soccer, cause I, I really enjoyed the world cup, both men's and women's this year and last year. I kind of, I know you guys are more into premier league, which most more hardcore soccer fans are into like those leagues. And it makes sense. Cause that's like where the better play is and whatever, but I, I, being someone who's only more a casual soccer fan, I do kind of get into like the the tournament style, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and like the nations versus each other sort of thing. What what should I do going forward, watching the men's or women's game, I guess, to like get more invested? Like, is there something more similar like that, or do I just need to like start watching like a Premier League team or something? I would say tear your tear your MCL. The, well, I, I don't see how that would be uh, helpful to whatever. Well, if you tear your MCL, then uh, you'll f- experience the pain of a lot of soccer slash kickball players 
uh, people that put it out on the field. And then once you do that, you'll have a lot of time to rest and watch more soccer uh, because you won't want to be walking all that much uh, in general. Now, I feel like you guys are just trying to put me on your level with your various injuries that you guys get. Or you... You're trying to steal my MCL, like I feel is brought up before on the podcast. When you think I'm not really paying attention, so yeah, it's not. Yeah, so. it's not relevant now. Okay. Are you going to, uh, getting to women specifically, are you, are you, cause I know you guys are on the Spurs. Also, I guess I didn't, I didn't necessarily even realize about the women's club teams till this world cup when they were talking about it, that they're like literally the same club. Like, yeah. They like have that, like, I didn't really realize that. So do you guys, are you guys, okay. They also have the 19 under 19, like the minors, the development teams too. As well. Yeah. Uh, so are you guys following like women's hotspurs as well or whatever? Can you even watch? Do they televise all those games and stuff like that? I'm sure it's not the same way, but. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that would be interesting uh, to get into more. Yeah, because I do. Uh, yeah, I did. I really did enjoy the World Cup. Part of it was like with last year and this year, like I'm at work bored, like I wanted something to do. So I'm like getting into the, watching the games, but, but, um, and that's part of like with the tournament style too, they have that, but, but yeah, it does, you know, I am getting more, a little more into soccer than I, than I have been before. So I think so like gradually over the years. So interested to, uh, continue that, but yeah, is there anything else you guys want to talk about on episode 120? or we kind of went all over the place. Mm. Yeah, I need to go start Stranger Things. And uh, again, I'll throw a plug back for myself then if we're at the end. Drew's Views, type that into YouTube or literally the channel's called Drew Wilson. Uh, Stranger Things Season 3 Episode 1 reaction out now. Episode 2 will be out shortly. Uh, Evangelion, hard G, I guess, uh, is Episode 1 of my reaction. That's out now. The rest of the season will follow on a weekly basis, and I have other, plenty of other videos that I've been doing for the past year, year and a half, so check it out. Damn, Drew, putting in work. Work. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, just follow us uh, on the Twitters. I'm subscribed to say subscribe on Brooklyn Rebound. Follow me on Twitter, Enam, Kazi. Uh, you'll find it on Brooklyn Rebound's podcast or whatever website. And uh, on the gram, and uh, that will do it for me. I don't got any other gulps. Uh, cool. Yeah, straight enough. Uh, cool. It was a good show, guys. Uh, I'm glad that we had a, a guest come on. Um, hopefully, we'll see more of him in the future. Uh, yeah, we didn't. We, we have to because we didn't get his plugs. To be fair. Oh uh, yeah. Well, we should hit him up at some point. You know. You never, yeah, we should. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, you know, we can toss it up to him. You know, Lord knows. He ain't hard to find. California love. Baby, don't cry. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get any other ones out that you have you didn't use? Holla at me. At the end here. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, when thugs cry. So. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll do it for this uh, episode 120. Uh, good day, L.A. Good, good afternoon, Middle Earth. Uh, good night, Brooklyn. Let's go, Nets. Rebound. 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 Pod Boys Productions.